Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and Lamisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then, honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Welcome, ladies, to another episode of Three Dope Wives, the podcast that opens the door to the real married life from the perspective of three amazingly dope wives. We have some rich topic, of course, but before we get into that, how are you doing, Misha? Hey, girl. Hey, <laughs> how I'm, are you surviving? Girl, OK, if y'all don't know, please do know we are in Texas. We are recording from oh, Texas and this week has been ugh, cold, cold and scary <laughs> and hungry and sleepy, dopey, everything. It's been <laughs> look, all y'all going to hate on me because I, I got stuck in Florida. You know, yes, it's all I literally missed the whole mess. I Who gets stuck in Florida? Stuck, well, stuck because is not a it's no, you say it was, it was no, it was it. Well, yeah, it was like a conveniently stuck type thing. There, yes. Um, <laughs> so we had gone for Valentine's Day weekend, and it was supposed. To, it was literally a one day trip. We landed Friday night, stayed there all Saturday, and our flight coming back was Sunday morning, nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the airport, zone one, zone two is boarded on the plane. And I'm at the counter waiting for a green tag for Nova stroller Uh huh. and homegirls on the phone. And I hear like, so I have to cancel. Oh my God. Not so I looked boarded. at her girl. <laughs> I looked at her and I'm like, it's canceled. And she's like, yes, ma'am. I was like, Oh my God. So she, you know, gets on the loudspeaker, makes the announcement and people are just pissed like people are yes. like going in like how can they cancel this like we got one and two boarded blah 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 like they're yes. going in I felt so bad for the lady though because people were really like chewing her ass out yes they be but getting it wasn't it. it wasn't I mean what could you do you know and it like, wasn't her Dallas, call wasn't her right fault. right and Dallas had ice and so people were like oh like American we're gonna go to America we're gonna go to Southwest all flights were canceled to Dallas yes everything all of airport was shut down. all of them so yes. I mean it is what it is so then my mom I called my mom and I was like hey like my flight is canceled so come pick me up so she came and picked me up and then there was no flights going out for the next like three or four days yep yeah so it I was... miss all the messy part well let me tell you what you miss sis <laughs> <clears throat> you missed freezing temperatures you missed icicles oh, the size God. of Nova I you can't. missed <laughs> You missed a hunger craze of empty shelves and grocery stores with no lights, homes. Did you lose power? So at first we thought we were really good, but then like for 48 hours, we had the rolling blackouts. But you know, we're in the suburbs, but not like the real, real rich suburbs. We in like, oh, y'all got a little money suburbs. And so <laughs> in like the middle class. Right, right, right. And so um, <laughs> we in the middle class, not check to check. Right. But, you know, <laughs> middle class we ain't gonna on our no, way up. Yeah, we ain't gonna get no foreclosed. I mean, we right, gonna right, right. pay the mortgage. Right. And so we um, and so we had rolling blackouts, but they were like two or three hours, you know, with power, and then maybe you know, an hour, 45 minutes without power, and then overnight we had 
power overnight. Oh, thank God. I was like, y'all play too much. Oh my gosh. But thank God overnight, because you know, that's when it, I kept that's seeing like temperatures dropped. negative two. Yes. <laughs> Zero, negative two. It was people frozen. I mean, I, I just thought about the movie um, The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, where yeah. <laughs> I was like, when is it go in, Jesus? Fix it, Jesus. Look, I kept seeing <laughs> memes online like 2020 was hell and 2020 is when hell froze over. Girl, you know what? That's exactly That's somebody hit the nail when hell froze over because it was, I mean, like me and my husband are currently watching um it's what's the show with the people living on the train because it's all cold snow piercer. We're currently watching Snow Piercer, and it's basically real quick summing up people living on a train because the the whole earth has frozen it's over. Frozen. And so they're on this eternity train that basically circles the earth for playing it's for eternity, right? They got a whole ecosystem and everything on a joke of uh, oceans and lakes and all oh my gosh. Right. And so I was like, this is gonna be straight snow piercer. Like we need to buy a ticket and get on the train. That's so, so we don't be tailies and <laughs> That is, is so crazy. It was. And so I had a house full of people. I had 13 people in my house because why my <laughs> mother-in-law and my sister-in-law and then my brother-in-law, his flight got canceled. He's in the service and he got stuck here going home on a pass. And then um, my, my sister and her family, like, no, they were like in a days without air without oh, heat yeah like they were yeah, like two yeah. or three days in and their house was like below like 50 below oh my like gosh. you know below 50 and they were like okay all the food is going bad and so we're like just pack up everything and come here and come here good thing is that most of us have already had COVID and we're in an antibody right. phase right so we were all good you know right. with that part but it was just like a lot of people in my house a lot of did y'all get to enjoy the snow at least we did the kids enjoyed the snow I gave them some of my food coloring and they dyed snow oh that's cool and all kinds of stuff and I put my you know my son to work shoveling and all stuff so we did enjoy it a little bit and we enjoyed right. having everybody here and but it was it's a lot sleeping arrangements and all that stuff so Yes, the great freeze of 2021. I'm like, <laughs> Lord, we not even 90 days in. I At 90 days, I'm telling you, I'm getting my money back. I'm canceling the contract. Oh, my gosh. I don't want no more. I cannot. I cannot. It was too much. But good for you being in Florida and not having to deal. I know. I came back to melting. Like, I, I could see some snow, but I see grass, a lot of grass. So I'm a tad bit uh, jealous. Jealous. It's okay. That. Yeah, just a little it's bit. It's okay. Yeah, and we we kept saying like, oh, well, we're in no rush to get home. We're in I'm no not rush. In Florida. <laughs> we were comfortable. Right. It was great. It was Shorts really great. And flip flops and maybe Look, a little sweatshirt. Beach. Yes. Nova was living his best life. Little dirty foot, little boy walking around barefoot everywhere. I mean, it was great. Whatever. It was great. Anyway, anyway, let's get into <laughs> uh, this week's topic. So wait a minute. Last week we talked about um, that whole um, fine attitude and how mm. uh, some of the reasons why we as women and as wives and as mothers, we sometimes adapt that attitude. So we kind of unpack that. So if you haven't yet listened to last week's ex episode about I'm fine, please go do it. It's a good one. It is really, really great. Yeah. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about raising a man well mm. ain't no such thing 
Right. Ain't no like, such a thing. Ain't no such thing. K. Michelle has reminded us that of us like millions of times in her songs. Can't raise a man. Yes. So <laughs> we are talking about raising a man or can't raise a man. Mm-hmm. So what what are the first thoughts that come to mind when you when we think about the title We Can't Raise a Man? <sighs> the first thing I think about is like, what should you have learned before? Like 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 for instance what always is top of mind is cleaning like what how did you not know that dishes go in the sink not around the sink I know. how did you not know that clothes go in the bed you know what i'm saying the, the hamper dirty. right right <laughs> and not like right w- in front of the bed like right where you or when you take your socks off put them in the hamper not stuff them in your sneakers because then oh I, then, then you ain't got no then you have no clean socks and your sneakers gonna be extra stank right <laughs> right it's right too much yes cleaning is the first thing that comes to mind like you know what's so funny that you say cleaning so when I first got with Edgar um I'm like super OCD I'm sure y'all have known that from now because I've said it multiple times in mm-hmm. different episodes yes. but um you know my husband was sweeping one day and I was just looking at him like bro like what are you doing and he's uh, he's like grazing the floor, the floor. and <laughs> i'm like you need to, yeah i'm like you need to put some oomph into it like get the dirt up yeah. off the floor you know and put your back in it right and and certain little things like cleaning dishes that's just not a thing that i i, I just tell him don't just just bother just leave them there don't even bother because it's just gonna make me work even more hard Right. And I Um, hate that. I hate the whole dishes thing. Like, you know how they say like you should like who if the person who cooks, then the other person should clean. Like if the wife cooks, the husband should wash the dishes or vice versa. Right. But that don't in my house, it doesn't it don't work like that. Like Mm -mm. I do the cooking and I wash the dishes because you ain't going to do them right. Or this is what it is when he washes the dishes. My husband washes the dishes. He doesn't clean the kitchen. He just washes the dishes or he just puts the dishes in the dishwasher. And yes, we do use a dishwasher. <laughs> if you guys do not know, Adelie's does not. She's does anti. Not. She's anti-dishwasher. <laughs> she's sure one of those chicks. So she's anti-dishwasher, but we use the dishwasher um, to actually like, you know, wash dishes. Some people use it for like a drying rack. Mm-hmm. That's but, me. That's you. <laughs> Uh, side note, I did look at my dishwasher like, if I can get my son to wash dishes properly, this could be extra cabinet space where this dishwasher is. Uh-huh. But anyway, but yeah, like he doesn't <laughs> clean the kitchen. I'm like, after I'm done cooking, you have to clean the stove, wipe the countertops. And after you wipe the countertops, that's when you sweep. Don't right. sweep, then Before, wipe the countertops. Right. Like, what? Absolutely not. Like, who Absolutely raised not. you? Who right. raised you? Right. That's that. I'm telling you, that's the same exact thing that I'd be having with EJ because I'm like, I don't there's a certain order that you that you yes. do things right so why are, why are most men messy <sighs> I don't know I, I I personally think it's just boys right if you think about men like well they start off as young young boys toddlers mm-hmm. and their moms it's usually like a I feel like moms coddle their mm-hmm. boys a little yeah. bit yeah, you know, kind of right, like, right. kind of like a mama. No, I don't want to say mama's boy because not all men are mama's boys, but I mean, in a sense, they are like, you know, they yeah. coddle them. So the mom is always doing things for them. Mm-hmm. So they don't really learn. 
there's different so like with me yeah so like with me I have I have Nova mm-hmm. and he sees me cleaning and sometimes he wants to you know grab the the broom or whatever and he'll mm-hmm. like try to do and so I feel like it's it's one of the it's hard because yeah. I want to show him how to be like uh-huh. domesticated you know yeah. what I mean how to be clean and how to be organized but then at the same role at the same time society almost knocks that vision down because it's not a manly role right you know but what you, I mean yeah but you know what and and I and I get that because I have a son and a daughter so I see both sides of the coin like when you know I'm telling one to do this but my whole thing from the beginning was when it was just it was just we just had Ethan for it was like eight, eight almost nine <laughs> right Ethan, a grown old grown ass man bro bro for, like but he we had him for nine years before we had Emery and my whole thing was I'm gonna raise somebody a good husband like and what does that mean not just that he knows that it needs to be clean or he can do it but that he actually takes care uh, like he cares when he does it because right. what I've noticed about him is like he'll wash the dishes he'll clean his room but he doesn't do it with care because he's just like <laughs> I gotta do it let me because I got to get back right right and then I have to decide okay is that just teenage behavior or is it right. man behavior or is it genetic from his dad like what is it but I got to get it up out of him I got to get this up out I you because <laughs> I, I need you to be I don't want and another thing like with suburban kids is that like they don't know what it's like to have insects in your house they don't know what, right i tell either right. time i'll be like you gonna have roaches and but he don't know what that mean he right he's never, he ain't never seen a roach in his life he is a life <laughs> in his life he's never seen a roach he would be so like oh, you know taken aback if he saw a roach like he don't even know what that means <laughs> And so I'm like, I'm gonna have to take him somewhere to see some roaches so he can understand what absolutely (laughs) the Dorito and the popcorn on the floor will bring you, sir. I know. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so funny. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm still struggling with that. Cause I do like, I really, really, truly want to, like you said, I want to raise a good husband Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I want it to be, you know, and so I will say I have I have dated men in the past that are very clean and very um, meticulous, I will say. OK, so like things have to be a certain way um, organized. Um, but. Trying to think, I don't think he was raised by his mom, he was raised by oh, his yes. granny. Oh, see, granny's be teaching these boys. He was raised by his granny. He wasn't raised by his mama. Mm. So that might be, that might be a difference, but he was very, very clean, very meticulous. Yeah. And you know what? That's also, and and we might get into this. It's also like men men who have been to the military. Oh yeah. They also are meticulous about certain things. And it's because they've been like broken and retrained Mm -hmm. and born to be a certain kind of way. They have to. Yes. But definitely. My dad was born, was military. And so, um, he like, he's, he could be messy, my dad, but he likes things order in order. Right. So the bed has to be made every day. Um, he has to have his clothes ironed every day. Mm. Um, I mean, you don't even have to have wrinkles in your clothes, but they have, he, he has to know that they have been ironed. Oh, okay. And he, he, he's the one that does like the, the crease. The creases. Oh. (laughs) 
we got the crease in the jeans. And the jeans right down the middle. Yeah. Okay. The perfect Um, crease. I can't stand that. But yeah, he, you know, my dad is very organized as well. My husband, not so much. But I think also too, when you think about rearing, like how they were raised. So my mother-in-law is very clean. You go to her house, it's clean. It's everything is organized. Everything has its place. She's very handy. Like it'd be two different people. And my thing is, I think my husband can and clean. Like, I think he can, I think like, (laughs) I wonder if it's like, if it's me crippling him, is it a choice? Is it a just, she'll get it, you know, type thing. And then, you know, they just make me mad. Cause I'm like, okay, you, you know, you can, uh-huh uh-huh it's funny because sometimes Edgar would be like you know I, I lived before you right and I think I, my husband did and <laughs> he always used to tell me like you know like when you used to come visit me because this is before when I was girlfriend I was flying out on the weekends mm-hmm. and his apartment was clean it wasn't bad and he didn't mm-hmm. have no cleaner later or anything but um and he always throws that in my face like you know like you wasn't coming to like a dirty apartment. You know, I was organized. Like my stuff was clean. It wasn't like you was coming mm-hmm. in and there was like dust and nastiness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so what happened? <laughs> like, who are you? What yeah. Like what after happened? Vows were you know? exchanged. But like you said, I think some of us wives, we might cripple them. You know, they're used to being catered to or doing and, and us doing a lot of the domesticated yes. things that they don't, you know, they don't, they don't have to do it. Yeah, and that's sad that we did that. We crippled them. Um, but you know, it takes it's gonna take a lot of undoing. If you want to <laughs> get your man to be a better client, if it like right. me, me and Steven been married 15 years, it's gonna take another 15 years for him to get back to the person that I was dating when it comes to clean. Oh yeah. Sometimes they never get back. <laughs> Look, we're just gonna be cleaning back. forever. We, right. That's just us. What what else? Like, um, Oh, well, my husband, I also think about like finding things. Oh my like, God. That's so annoying. He cannot find <laughs> any thing. That's you too. Yes, girl. And the is- thing is, the, the thing is, is that I, there are certain things where I will, there are certain places for certain things, right? So I will place things that belong in a certain cabinet in mm-hmm. there or whatever. But the things that my husband can't find are usually the things that are in his disorganization. Mm, his own stuff. You can't right. find your own stuff, sir. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Well, have you seen this? Sh- I don't know. Like I haven't touched that. <laughs> so, I mean, this is your organized chaos. So I can't help you find things because I cannot function this way. You can. So I don't know where them jeans are at. Maybe it's in the luggage that you haven't unpacked in three days. Right, or, sir. You know, like, I don't know where your favorite drawers are. I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't know where they are. If they're not in the dirty clothes or on the side of your bed, underneath the other the pile of clothes that's on the side of your bed, I don't. I don't know where they or are. Or sometimes you can be like, "Look, it's in the top drawer to the left by the pencil," and they like where. They looking at, but they looking in the drawer. He's the drawer is open, and he's looking at it. He has his hand on the pencil, and he literally cannot see. It's still saying where. Yes, my husband. I mean, I be like, it is the daytime. You have a flashlight, and you still cannot <laughs> see what is right in front. I'm looking at it, like it's to the point in my house now where I'll. <laughs> when they looking for something, they just be like, "Mom," or yeah. my, that's my son, "Mom." Or this yeah. deep voice. 
mom, I can't find, can you just help me look for it? Because they are, they don't even attempt to do it. They now. don't. They just know it's a weakness <laughs> and they don't even attempt to find anything. It's just all on me to find every, it, I could everything. Be in the middle, I could be in the middle of frying chicken and or whatever. Mom, I can't mom. find my left sock. <laughs> Sir, here I come. Like they can't find nothing. Look, but you ain't, you didn't say, open your eyes. You say, here I come. So yes. you go, cripple the baby. <laughs> and I'm a, yes, I am an enabler when it comes to finding, oh finding stuff. Gosh, that's so funny. <sighs> I do it all the time too. I'm always like, open your eyes. It's right there. <laughs> open your eyes. And they're like, well, I still can't find it. Open your eyes. You're not, your eyes must be closed. Right. But- and then with the kids, I'm like. If I go over there and I find it, I'm going to knock you upside your head with this item that you just asked for because yes. you're not looking. <laughs> I'm, I just go to throwing stuff. When I find it, like <laughs> literally, I'll walk over to where they're standing, pick it up, and I just like throw it, throw at it. Them, <laughs> drop it on the floor, put it like my son. I'll put it on top of his head and his hair. I'm just like, I am. I'm, I'm done. And I don't even know if there is an undoing of that. Like, I don't I don't know. And, and, and part of me thinks it might be laziness, too. Is it? A part of me does. Yeah, like, just you're not you're not looking hard. If you really, really need this item, I feel like, it's, I, I mean, we do it, right? If we need mm-hmm. something, like, we're going to tear up the house to look for it. Yeah. If you really need this item, you're going to look hard for it. Right. You're not going to just surface look. Yeah, and not be distracted, too. Right. You are distracted. Like like you said, it's right next to the pencil. Like, he, oh, a pencil. Just distracted by the <laughs> pencil and forget <laughs> Oh, butterfly. And oh, forget. I forgot this pencil was here. <laughs> and oh, actually, forget. I've been looking for this pencil for a minute, too. Right. right. Like, sir, you asked me about the keys. Why are you walking around with a Now you're drawing? We got oh, the pencel. What is goodness. going on? It's too much. It's too much. Yes. But when it comes to finding lost things, like, again, where did this come from? Like, why can't you find, why do they have such a hard time? And I know like, y'all who are listening, ladies, please hit us up. Please let us know. Are we the only people who are dealing with husbands who can't find can't anything? Can't find the mustache under your nose. Right. Like, it's, it's there. <laughs> it, it is. Unless, unless you shaved it. Look, but what about the men? Okay. So there's two types of men. Mm-hmm. There's men who can cook. Right. Mm-hmm. And so those, the, I think that's a really good attribute to have. Yes. But then there's men that you have to cook for. Yeah. Mm. And so <laughs> mm. does, I mean, I, I I think at the end of the day, ultimately, it's always going to boil down to how they were raised. Right. Like how their mama was, if they had a mom in their life, who raised them, where they were raised, the structure they were raised in. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately, it's it essentially is all going to boil down to that. But I feel like at some point when as you are as a man, this is what at least maybe I hope for mm-hmm. at, when you, when you're growing and when you're maturing, I would hope that you would learn some things. You would hope so. <laughs> it's a conscious decision. Not, because like, again, when I think about my mother-in-law, like she cooks, you know, all the, and when I met Steven, he did some cooking right what the, he cook like uh girl, Kraft mac and cheese 
it might have been out the box, but when you date, you know, it tastes <laughs> like scratch. Um, but I remember going to his house and like meals were prepared. Like he would, his thing was, he would always like, you know, broil chicken or cook chicken or um, um, it was, and that was, he was almost excited because I wasn't, I'm like, a, not like a pork or beef eater. Right. And so he was like finding all these new ways to prepare meals and, you know, and spaghetti and all this kind of stuff. He was like doing some stuff, but now Bruh is like, let me put this ego in a toaster for you. And um, what else? You want to pour you some coffee? I can't put cream and sugar in it, but I can, I, I put it in a cup. So when I first got married, I was not, I knew I had it in me, but I was raised with my mom and my grandma and my aunt living in the house with me oh. and all three cook all the time and so I never had to lift a finger when it came to doing mm-hmm. things in the kitchen I knew how because I watched them and I learned mm-hmm. but I never had to do it right and so when I first got married um I there was days where I like I don't know what we gonna eat because <sighs> I didn't have it in me to go want to cook. cook like mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't have the desire I didn't have the motivation like I just didn't want to cook did Edgar cook no so we ate a lot oh. out right okay he knows how to cook, though. His mom is a great cook, great mm-hmm. cook. So also with him, he watched her cooking. So he knew how we just didn't. Did. Mm-hmm. He just didn't do <laughs> right? it. So and both so, of y'all was the same person. But, right. Y'all looking at each other like, I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm hungry. You hungry? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we, I mean, but we were spending hella money like eating out. And so, you know, now, now we kind of rotate. Um mm-hmm days where I'm really busy or I, you know, come home late for work or whatever, he will cook something. Um, it's a hit or miss. Uh, and he's also very, um, like if he cooks a meal and you say it's good, he'll cook Mm -hmm. that meal all week. Oh, okay. That's he like, Oh, I did this good. I'm sticking I did with this it. Good. Right. And if it so, ain't broke, don't if it ain't broke, don't that's exactly what I'll it add is. Another piece of salt or pepper. That's exactly just. what it is. So his <laughs> his one thing like a couple months ago was like crock pot chicken. Like it was that was his thing. So mm-hmm. he made crock pot chicken all week. <sighs> okay. Like he had like the seasoning down packed. Like oh. he had everything down packed. So he couldn't mess it up. But he does cook. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Well, I have a friend and her husband is the cook. Both of them are from New Orleans. So both like of chef them. Cook? Like he, yes. He, well, he's not a cook like by, like that's not his um, job. But anytime we go to their house, he is the cook. Like he, he gives her the grocery list and she, you know, goes and buys the food. Like he is the cook. And he does a great job (laughs) like he's a really really good cook and my friend she's like oh I can cook I know how to cook I can I can cook but he wants to cook like that's his thing right he enjoys it he enjoys it he enjoys the recipes I think he also enjoys the satisfaction or the old people's reaction the people's Uh reaction (laughs) you know and I think cooking has a lot to do it's it almost might be a little bit of selfish and self-serving, you know what I'm saying? And, uh-huh. you know, um, you know, releases your own endorphins when people are satisfied, you know, when you cook. And I guess some men, like, I don't know, I, my husband does not cook. Like if he has to make his own food, he'll do it. He prefers not to, like sometimes he'll just be like, I'm going to get a burrito because he just is not <laughs> cooking. Like, he just, I'm not going to cook. I know his food in there. Not, not only am I not going to cook, 
I'm not even gonna warm nothing up. It's something in the refrigerator. I ain't gonna really? warm it up. See, Edgar don't eat leftovers. The what? only leftover he eats is spaghetti, and he'll eat it maybe a day and a half. So I'm he'll not. have it for the next day for lunch and then Mm-mm. dinner. But that's it. I'm not. I can't. Um, he'll eat it till it's gone. Maybe that's so. That's I've, I mean, I was raised like that. I've always eaten leftovers. Yes. So for me, I mean, I would be cooking, and then I, we would have all these leftovers. And I, they would get wasted. Yeah. So then I used to be like, there's so many poor children in this world that need this food, right? Like, but it, it is what it is. They, yes. But they don't I don't eat leftovers. But men who like men, I think, it, again, it's about how you're raised and we cannot re-raise them after we nope. get them. And I don't know why they decide, maybe they decide, okay, you're a better cook. So you do all the cooking and I won't, but I think having it as a shared responsibility in the house just really creates some balance. I can't tell you the last time I have sat down to a meal that was prepared for me <laughs> by your no, husband, by my husband, you know, uh, I, I that's why if we go out to eat i'm 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 breaking the bank because it is not often that i get somebody uh, in the yeah. kitchen preparing something get for me this hundred dollar steak i'm yes. gonna get right i'm gonna i'm gonna get the dessert the lobster the, and yes. the appetizer i need three appetizers <laughs> just so i can taste them i ain't gonna finish them pack them up put them in the box but uh <laughs> yep, I'll i'm eat gonna the taste them yeah i'm gonna taste them absolutely <sighs> absolutely that is too fun. but i think you made a good point just now we can't change them right like right the man, the men that we marry are the men that we marry. Yes. And it's not our job to raise them or to Mm-mm. change them. We we know we know what we're signing up for mm-hmm. before we say I do. Right. And so right. I, unless this person is really good at living a double life or just being a fraud, right? Like mm-hmm. You kind you you kind of are if you did did your homework because some some women don't. Yeah, if you put in the work. If you put in the work pre marriage before you say I do, you kind of know what you're about to sign up for, and you can't you can't change that. And isn't that kind of what it not boils down to? But a huge part of it is paying really close attention, not being so infatuated with the thought of love and being married and having somebody that you miss all other signs and you don't think long-term, right? Like mm. my mama would always say, and I think I've said this before, don't start nothing you don't plan on doing for the rest yes. of your life. Right. And so you think it's real cute that every time he comes over, you have a meal prepared or he can sit down and eat, but you don't think that for the rest of my life, I'm, I'm going to have to do, do this. this. And <laughs> is it going to build resentment? Because he, the way I'm setting this thing up, is that he is never ever going to prepare a meal for for me. I'm always going to be the one preparing the meals. And I didn't and and people, you know, will sit there and we'll be like, "Okay, I didn't even realize that that was going to be the course of our life when we were dating, but now that we're married because I didn't take care to pay attention to that and have mm-hmm. those conversations that hey, this should be a shared responsibility." Right. Or hey babe, do you cook? Can you cook? Like you didn't even ask that question. You didn't even ask. You just <laughs> right. I'm cooking for my man. He my man. Right. I'm cook for you, him. Right. You busy trying to trying to get chose and be be forever. <laughs> yes. That that now you built like you said a habit. A and habit. so now you don't even know if your man could cook. 
And you marry, and now he can't cook. He can't grocery shop. He can't even scramble he some damn eggs. He, can't scramble. he don't have. He don't even own no pots and pans. You ain't even open his cabinets <laughs> to see if he owned any materials to prepare I do a meal. That, actually, I did Girl. not open no cabinets. You're right. I did. I remember the day my husband will tell you a story about me bringing over Pyrex. I bought a box of Pyrex. I was like, if I'm be over here, I need some Pyrex because I'm not just gonna be packing my Pyrex back and forth. <laughs> to your house i bought a box of pyrex over to his house and he was like what's this i was like it's pyrex he's like what's pyrex prepare meals and you don't use cookie sheets to cook everything like you use baking dishes to you know (laughs) and i was like and you know when i think back i'm like a man that don't know what pyrex Pyrex. is maybe there should have been a sign for your girl that you gonna be in sis get you some you gonna be in the shoes. Yep. You gonna be in the kitchen, right? Yep. Get you a cute little apron and some good mittens because you about to you, be in the kitchen. Yes, yes, get that some is good so pots. Funny. Yes, because yeah, it's that's what it is today. <laughs> That is too funny. That is too funny. So yeah, ladies, y'all need to uh, make sure you do your homework do for the, the for our aspiring wives. Yep, make sure you you look look in the cabinets. Look mm-hmm. at look. Watch how he cleans. Watch the his little demeanors, because I will mm-hmm. tell you a lot when you say I do. Yes. What about um when we talk about can't raise a man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about the ones that sometimes don't display mannish or nah, I don't want to say mannish. Um, what is the word I'm mm. looking for? Like. They just players or cheaters, right? Because mm. the, the first thing that we yeah. say, right, when some, when we find out someone's a player, someone's a cheater, they're not a real man. That's the first thing that a lot of women will say. Yeah. I mean, what? a real man wouldn't treat a woman like that. A real man wouldn't do a woman right. that way. Right. Right. So what about the players and the cheaters? Where do you think that comes from? Well, I think one it might come from their first off real talk is their own insecurities selfishness yeah and um uncontrolled desires right that's, mm-hmm. that's like real talk that's where it came from and if they have not learned to self-manage those things then that's how you end up with somebody that is a you know, that is a player, that is a cheater. Maybe not somebody that cheated, because we talked about that in the last episode. Right. There are people who cheated and there are people who are cheaters. Cheaters. Right? right. And so I think that if they don't understand that, okay, I'm a man, I have these desires and I have to be able to control them. I have to be able to have some willpower. Um, I have to want, I have to be with somebody that I love and care and trust enough that I can give myself over to them and not be un and and be un and not be unfulfilled like right where is my okay level I'm good I'm you know I'm satisfied and then what is the threshold to you know okay I'm about to go do something I'm about to you know commit adultery I'm about to you know holler at somebody else I'm about to you know do this and do that entertain Mm -hmm. like where where is that they need to know those things and I think that honestly as you're raising boys you have to have really, you know, as they get older and you're able to start having those conversations with them, you got to have real conversations with them. We can't sugarcoat it. We can't let the, the, the school do it. You know, we can put them in some programs with church. We can put them in some right. programs at little clubs and stuff like that. But it 
comes from man on man conversations, mommy on, you know, son conversations and just true respect. Like people are like, Oh, would you do your mama that way? Would you do your mama uh-huh. that way? You know what I'm saying? Like or you your daughter, a sister. you got a daughter, your, you got a uh-huh. sister. Would right. You do, How would you like, feel if, if someone yes. cheated on your daughter or what, you know? So yes. yeah, I, I get it. In, in the respect, like do they not respect, do they not put the women that they are with in the same place what what is the what's the hierarchy like you know you don't think somebody can cheat on your mom you do your dad can cheat on your mom like right the same way you are you don't see it you know like there are those conversations that have to be had and by the time we get them it's almost too late I know but ultimately ultimately like okay a player a cheater but it ultimately is lying right like you're it it's you're not being truthful so mm-hmm. if, I mean, if you have the desire while we're dating to be with someone else, and I've always said this, just break up with me, just be truthful and be like, mm-hmm. you know, like we not, we not flinging no more. Like we not, right. we not into it. I'm just not into you no more. Move around. Right. Um, but that's, yeah, that's truthful. That's, but that's, but that's also like selfishness because he yeah. want you for the benefits of you and you're not meeting this certain need anymore. So right. then he like, I got to have all every single need, every single desire. Right. Met. And so, so I'm going to just keep popping. I'm going to keep it popping over here and over there. And I'm a lot of this one and a lot of that one. And, you know, all of this stuff. And here you have, you know trying to figure out why why what did I do wrong leaves leaves us in a position of what did I do wrong what did I miss what did I not see you know and with with issues of trust because you got un un, you got desires and needs you haven't been honest about or you you haven't um been able to control so would you say that and I feel like I've heard this maybe it might be a myth maybe I'm making it up but would you say that most loyal and honest men are usually raised by single mothers or have sisters or something like that or like in a predominantly Mm. woman environment Mm. that's a really good question I have that's a whole show I have so many thoughts (laughs) on women like men or boys being raised by just women right like because I know that we can do it because we have no mm-hmm. choice, right? right? We have right. to do it. But there are some things, there are some results that come about when you are raised under pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. because you have to, because there's no other option, you know? And yes, we do it. Yes, you know, men are raised by single mothers and aunts and grandmas and sisters all the time. And they're wonderful, successful loyal cookers for their wives mm-hmm. and clean up and they can find their own stuff and they're truthful <laughs> and they truthful <laughs> yes there are all they are all those things but there are some things that could have been done easier or lessons that could have been learned easier right if there was a example of a man or a father figure in their life so I think it does have something to do with it about who is in your environment when you were raised. Like, what do you see? Do you see a man loving a woman the way a woman should be loved? Or do you see a man not loving a, a woman right? And you decide I'm going to do the opposite of that because I don't like the way that looks, you know? Yeah, and that's good. 
for my husband, it was that. So he, during his rearing, you know, he saw some things in his household and around him that he did not like. And he decided that if I do the polar opposite of that, then I'll end up, you know, as a happy man with a happy wife who loves me and does this and does right. that, but, you know, so I'm going to do the polar opposite, but some, but that was a, a choice that he had that he that decided a, to make. Right. 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 And, but every boy is not equipped to make those choices, right? Every boy's not equipped to make those choices. And mm-hmm. they get in situations where they're like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to smack one right. side of the head. I'm right. Su- you know, like that's what I was just, that was my exact thought. My next point was just the way their family upbringing, right? So whether they were in a female head household or mm-hmm. they were spoiled by their mama or lack of love by either mom or dad. Right. So mm-hmm. lack of father figure. I mean, a lot of a lot of men are raised without their father figure. Um, yes. I know for my husband, he was raised um, till he was 12 or 13 with both parents, mom and dad. Mom, though, was more of the um, the one to do everything. So he was very spoiled. We always we always tease him and calling him the golden child because mm. mm-hmm. he he is he's very spoiled. Um, but there are things that um, are, I guess you could say, quote-unquote manly or I mean for example like fixing things in the house or working on cars or doing a lot of things the the trash right Mm -hmm. that he he doesn't know how because his dad was you know his dad left when he was a teenager and so I mean there is there are all of those aspects that play a huge part into you know the man that they become yeah that's true like I for my son right now he's 14 and sometimes I say he's 13 if I've said that before. He's 14. He's 14. Oh my gosh. Isn't he 14? What was he born? What grade is he in? Eighth? He's in eighth grade. He's 14. He's 14. Okay. He's 14. <laughs> and uh, I still want him to be 13. Like that was a really good year. Anyway, so he's 14. <laughs> and he, um, like, I have let go. And I say that because I know the first years of his life, I taught him love and affection and, you know, respectful speaking and, um, and those kinds of things. Like I filled and poured him, you know, poured love and, and those kinds of things into him. Now it's time for him to take those things and learn how to use them as a man. And his dad has to teach him that. Mm-hmm. That has to teach him, you know, when affection is too much or overbearing and aggressive, you know, right? Like, how do you control the fact, you know, That's how do you hard. control that? And then he has to teach him that you show love as a man by doing the things that, you know, a woman shouldn't have to worry about. You should, you know, say, okay, she's a woman, she's taking care and loving my kids and loving, you know, me, I can make sure she doesn't have to take out the trash. She can right. the meals, I can take the trash out. You right. know, like um, her car is ice. I want her to be safe. I can go and de-ice the car. I can, you know, layer up and scrape the sidewalk or something right. like that. Right. Like there are, you know, there are different and I hate to say like gender role, like things that people should be doing in their right, roles. There's, right. man, there's man stuff and there's woman stuff. Right. Um, but like his dad has to teach him that and has to take those hormones that he has now and help to cultivate those into, you know, what, what he should do with them. Yeah. And, yeah. and I can't, 
I can't do, I can't, if I had to do it, I could, but the fact that I don't have to, and it can be done by another man is the, is what you want. Right. Right. You know, right. which is really hard for single, you know, for single moms. Yeah. I got to teach you how to be hard and how to be soft. Right. At the same time, at the same damn That's time. hard. And like, at the end of the day, I, I mean, you know, I, I hear a lot of single moms, like it's, it's hard mm-hmm. and I'm make, making sure I use the correct words. It's hard to raise a man as a single woman. Right. Mm-hmm. But there a lot of women are like, oh, well, I'm the man and the dad. I'm the mom and the dad. Yes. Great. But you're not mm. a dad. You're not. You're not a man. You don't get to celebrate. Father. I think we talked about that, too. Yeah. You don't you're get to celebrate you're not a Day. man. Like, right. Like a man. There's certain things a man does and there's certain things a man learns as a mm-hmm. man that women just will not understand because yes. we're not men. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know? flinch. I flinch at some of the hard lessons that my husband you know, goes through with my son. Right. Like I want to go and save him. I want to go and be yes. like, it don't take all of that. But right. who am I to say what it takes to raise a man? My man, my husband is a man. Like right. the experiences <laughs> that he has, that he has had. We will never knows. understand because yes. we're not men. <laughs> right. And and he knows and he looks at my son and he's he knows where he's going emotionally. He knows kind of how his brain is churning because he's been there before as a man I have not so Mm -hmm. who am I to step in and and try to fix or rectify or save or put my two cents in right when this man is trying to raise a man you know yep yep and yeah it has a lot to do with it being raised by all women like we women are strong we do it and we can teach men how to be hard and soft and we can do all that but it's mm-hmm. just so much easier and and designed to right different right right the traditional design is definitely for a man to teach man things and a woman to teach women Woman's, things. yes <laughs> that's yes. just the traditional design yes and for um, us to send and for us to send boys out into the world as men like happy healthy and well adjusted right you know being able to deal and handle multiple situations and know how to control themselves and have good outlooks and make good decisions and be and ultimately be be good husbands and fathers right but I think kind of going to the husbands and father thing sometimes because they don't have that blueprint that also has an effect on the way that they are or their being right because they don't have that role model yes they have or that blueprint on oh this is what this is what a husband's role is in a marriage this is what I should be doing as a man in my marriage you know what I mean so it kind of all trickles down um so yeah yeah that blueprint is real it's it's real important it's crucial some men grow up without it and they do just fine Mm -hmm. but it's just it's important it's real important it is what about what what about this? And I know we we talking about a whole bunch of stuff and a whole thing, a lot of things that come <laughs> up when we talk about raising, you know, a man. Can you do it? Can you not do it? But like, what about birth order? What about him being the baby? What about? I think being it, the I middle think it has child? a huge. I think it has a huge part. Uh, I think it plays a factor, a huge factor in it mm-hmm. because there's a whole bunch of research out there regarding birth order. And if if we go into it, we'll be here for a whole nother episode, but um, there are certain personality um, and psychological like developments that each child 
goes through, whether they're firstborn baby, only child, like it, it is. And they have a lasting effect on it. Yes. On what they grow up to be, you know? So I think it plays a huge part. So aspiring ribes, find out if your, your boo is firstborn baby, only child, or where that, where that man falls into place in his, in his family and his Mm -hmm. siblings, because I think it, I think it has a huge play huge role and I think also with that you I, I say watch and observe how his birth order um how it's played out amongst his family you know like when they get in heated situations or situations where everybody has to chip in like if he's the baby and they and he's never expected to do anything no nope. then that's gonna play a huge role when it you comes see to it in marriage. the Tyler Perry movies yes like you know if he's a middle child and he's always skipped over, then there might be something showing up in your marriage where he's looking for attention. Attention. All the time, yep. That lack he, of attention you know, ends up, you know, kind of stepping out or when you're not paying attention or the affection that he needs, he goes yep. and he looks for it or he acts out or their and, firstborns are usually dominant. Yes. Dominant. Uh-huh. They're Real, usually bossy. Mm, Got to run stuff. Uh-huh. And, you know, a little bit might be a little bit chauvinistic or, you yep. know, especially if he is the oldest child in a in a um a, a, a female run household. Oh, yeah. And he has to take the role as husband, yep. older brother, yep. man protector. of the house, protector. Yeah. And all of those things are going to show up. And how do they show up? That's is really husband. important. That's your mind too, girl. Girl, that is my husband Mm, mm, to a T, to a T. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To a T. And only children, only child, they entitled. They entitled. Oh, yes. I'm an only child and I I know. You like everything belongs to me. Uh I'm why not for me why? Yep. <laughs> yep. it's because of me yep. <laughs> everything is me <laughs> yes yes so oh goodness uh, look into that birth order but that's girl, we could be in here up. all day oh, trying yes. to figure out why our men are why men are the way they are yes and, and you can't raise one nope you get what you get and you don't throw a fit <laughs> yep pretty much i think the biggest lesson from today is really just do like you said observe be aware do mm-hmm. your like do your research uh aspiring aspiring wives make sure you're asking questions looking um really digging to find out who your potential husband is going to be yes yes okay so i know we we could go on we could go on we could go on there's more topics to talk about with that of course. but <laughs> let's look at what's popping in the press we there's some things going on not just the stuff that is going on in texas with us being froze snow it's snow 2021 snow 2021 right. but like what is going on at least you got some stuff for us I, i'm i have seen some things what's pop pop popping in the press so, and I'm, I think we've said this probably in two other episodes. So this mm-hmm. is how, you know, it's, it's, it's press, but we don't know if there's val- validity in it. Right. So apparently there's more reports that Kim and Kanye are getting a divorce, but I know I've said this in previous yes. in the press. <laughs> like I know I have. Yes. So apparently they're getting into a divorce. Apparently she filed for it. They're, they're going to be co-parenting um, their home is already like they already have um decisions on like how they're going to do the home the whole home thing um prenups were in place and so they're kind of just walking away with what they came in with so i don't foresee it being messy but 
who knows right i mean they got that's a lot of money and they they have they have done a lot of things and i don't know we don't know what their prenup looks like but they have done a lot of things since they have been married they and they got hella kids they got a lot of kids like to me with the size of their house they could probably be divorced and still live in the same house together (laughs) yeah pretty much pretty much they got like what four or five kids Uh uh-huh and and they're They're young they're They're young they're all like under 10 yeah and and they want to get it first off we do know that this divorce is probably going to take years oh yeah i'm sure there's this is what her like third divorce i think yeah and yeah but this was her longest marriage and it won't be her last right i mean (laughs) you're right you're right this was her longest marriage though but but who knows i mean she got four kids now so so maybe she things don't come things don't, I, I don't know things don't come as easy maybe as they she used needs to, to when to, you got all them children she needs to try to make it work with kanye kim ye needs to try yeah, to make it work he, out i know i would love for them to work, work out i really do like them as a couple like mm-hmm. i think i think they're pretty cool pretty dope but Kanye cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs too so she probably like man this is some bullshit but like why can't he get on some good meds that will bring him back to neutral and like first you have to know that they're old Kanye yeah but first you got to admit that there was a problem and this one thing like we were talking about in the episode there were glimpses of crazy Kanye like for the last 10 years the fact that it has just come full circle but there were always glimpses that Kanye was a off yeah but he's like real cuckoo now like he real like his thinking and the things that come out his mouth are so out there it's like he cuckoo for cocoa puffs he cuckoo for cocoa puffs i don't know if i would i mean just coming from kim now granted i know that there's like the whole kim kardashian the kardashian curse thing because they're always on air like everything is always exposed yes um which I think they were supposed to stop. They did filming right they because did. of Kanye. Yes, that was their last. As far as I know, keeping up with the Kardashians is done. Right, but it was. I know. I think it was because of Kanye. Like he didn't. He was done. Like he apparently Kim didn't want to expose their life anymore. I wouldn't want to either. If it, my life was ready. I know. <laughs> I know. I but look, know. I want to talk about being with this texas thing i want to talk about ted cruz can we talk about just ted cruz oh yeah i forgot about him we need to talk about snowflake snowflake gate you know the dog snowflake really there are they have a dog and his name is snowflake and there are pictures of snowflake at the house looking outside the front door (laughs) while ted cruz and his family are on the beach in cancun kicking it and they They are tulum they they are so people are so mad that they left snowflake in the freezing cold like who does that i'm i'm hoping that like peter and uh whoever peter and peter and 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 whoever else (laughs) comes for him because when peter come for you they come for you they do but hopefully snowflake with a nanny you know like hopefully he's still living his best life they could have taken snowflake though if look ted cruz has the means to take his family to tulum to 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 get out of texas okay i'm not mad at him for that but come on now you know i'm the dog you got the means to take the dog though you could have taken the dog you could have taken snowflake with you if y'all need to look (laughs) i think it's like on tnz or or boss or something whatever it is they got a picture of snowflake in the window of a door just looking sad like 
oh, it's cold out there. Why y'all leave me? Y'all bathing, sunbathing. I'm staying in Texas. Cold. But I do have some feelings about him not thugging it out with us. In this weather, like you knew it was coming. You knew that there were going to be rolling blackouts. Live? Dallas, he, no, I think, uh, that's a good question. For some reason, I think he's like more in like one of those little side uh cities like outside of houston i think okay um let me see i can look it up but yeah he wasn't here he wasn't going through the rolling blackouts <laughs> he was not it was Texas. us and snowflake going through it snowflake was hungry we was hungry snow <laughs> snowflake needed water his pipes were froze all i know is that he took That's his family so south of the border and left the people that he is supposed to represent mm-hmm. and here to deal and with his it. dog and snowflake so <laughs> snowflake gate is underway he in houston he lives in houston that's what yeah. i thought he you know in houston <laughs> or one of the little su- suburbs outside of houston but snowflake gate is underway and i am here for it that is so funny i'm here I for it i can't <laughs> Oh Ted! Oh my goodness! I want to switch places. I would love to be in Tulum. You, I would love to be in Tulum. I was mm. supposed to be. You know what? I know. COVID twenty twenty. But I listen, know. there's there's of course other things that are popping in the press. Of course, and <laughs> we would love to spend hours talking about some of the things that have gone down in this past couple of weeks. Even though in Texas nothing has really gone down, but the Mm-mm. temperature. Um, <laughs> But we want to wrap it up. We got lives to live. We got the icing to do. Um, mm-hmm. We got to recover. I got a whole lot of dog fr- uh, prints, paw prints. To uh, cl- I got to clean my home. <laughs> we got to clean up from all and, and recover from 2021 uh, snowvid uh, that has right. happened. And so we got to get out of here. We got to let y'all go. What I will say um, about this episode is it is an eye opener. You cannot, ladies, you cannot raise a man. And again, K. Michelle said it best. Like, once we get them, that's what we got. And mm-hmm. it's too late to throw a fit after you have gone down the aisle, ladies. Yep. But if you haven't gone down the aisle yet, and you are one of our ladies who are in the midst of a relationship where you think it's going to lead to marriage, play, pay close attention. Look at birth order. Look at, you know, how does he cook? Does he own anything to cook? What what has this man showed you in your dating and courtship that lets you know that he has been reared and raised to be a good husband, a good father, and a good member of society, somebody that you would be proud of and you would love to serve as their wife and know that they would serve you well as their husband. Play close attention to those things. And if you are already, if you already got the ring and you already have already made it down the aisle, ladies, just look at the man that you have, love him, and decide how can I be the better half of him. Do your part till death do you part. Because the part that he's doing right now is all he got. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? In actuality, is it's it it's enough. It's enough. We we will take it. We love our husbands. We love our men. And even though they don't cook, they can't find nothing and they right. barely clean. <laughs> we still love them. So um, all I would say is, ladies, do your part to, you know, make sure that death do you part is the next level. Um, we got to get out of here. 
We hope that you would listen and share our podcast. Um, we miss our host, uh, one of our hosts, LaKendra. Shout out to her and yes. the new baby. Uh, we'll be hearing maybe from them soon, maybe an update. But anyway, ladies, we love you. Um, check us out on all of our social media platforms. And uh, I guess that's it. At least that's it. That's it. We right. are a wrap. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Crushed. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.